welcome to Awaken, Heal, and Thrive. I'm Benjamin Bernstein, your host. Today, I want to talk about the inherent independence of awakening. Kind of a vague title. What the heck do I mean by that? The point is, the more you wake up, the less you need anyone else's path. Let me tell a story from my own life. For most of my life, I'm now 62 years old, getting close on 63 now. For 45 years of spiritual seeking, I was following other people's paths. For my first 20 years, I followed a meditation school in Oklahoma City. Then I went to Vipassana meditation for five years. Then I discovered ayahuasca and plant spirit teachers, and that became my thing for like 15 more years. Within that, I did various shamanic trainings and apprenticeships and all this other stuff. And all that was important. And I actually was in a shamanic apprenticeship and could not continue it because circumstances arose, my higher self arranged things where it says, okay, you have overstayed your welcome on other people's paths. You've got your own path to share now and you need to get off other people's and start sharing your own. And I did it reluctantly because I was so insecure and so nervous about, oh my God, am I really here ready to do my own thing? But I absolutely am now, but it just took a long time to wean myself off of other people's paths. There are exceptions. Some people just have the immediate certainty. I know one guy who woke up at 16 and he just bang, he was his own teacher and that was that. My path was much more extended. But the idea is you start with other people's paths and you tend to start if you're less secure with more authoritarian paths like traditional religions or very structured kind of trainings where there's a lot of rules and discipline and do's and do nots. And when you're just kind of early in your journey, you know, you need a stronger container and structure sometimes. So paths like that are good when you need them. When you start chafing at the restrictions and the structures, then you might be ready for a little more liberty, a path that's a little more loose and free and unstructured, still giving you what you need, but giving you more free will and liberty until finally you get to where you need no path at all. The pathless path that Krishnamurti describes, for example. One fascinating thing about the shamanic training I've done a lot of it was about techniques and strategies, inner techniques. Uh, many of the metaphysical schools, mystery schools I was in were teaching a lot of strategies, structures, techniques, particulars. What I've learned now is something that a, a woman who, with whom I apprenticed for several years in uh, shamanic plant spirit work taught me. But it wasn't until after I got to where she wanted me to be that I finally grokked what she was doing. I wanted to learn, okay, you're holding, you know, mushroom ceremonies and you're holding the space and I want to be able to do that too. And when you look at her, she wasn't doing anything. She was just sitting there quiet and still and almost never engaged one-on-one -on -one with any of the people in the ceremony. So I said, okay, uh, how does that work? And she would teach me a few things about how to hold the space of a ceremony and things like that. But, you know, most of the time she said, just sit in the ceremony like everyone else and get your healing. And she wouldn't let me do anything in terms of space holding or doing anything as a shaman or a space holder. And I had no choice. I agreed. And what I have learned over that long time is if you really want to be a master of any kind, if you want to be able to hold space, if you want to be a healing facilitator for others, your number one job is to heal and awaken yourself. And that never stops in my experience. So what I've learned is that when I've become a clear enough vehicle, when I got enough of my gunk out of the way, my old wounds and traumas and stuff, then I can receive energy that just flows right through me like I'm a pipeline. And if there's a particular thing that Benjamin me needs to do, then I'll be told what to do. I don't actually have to do a bunch of training in advance. If there's a particular thing I'm supposed to do, a point I'm supposed to touch, then I'll just be shown into do that and I'll just do it and it'll work. So you actually get on the fly guidance as to the particular tools and techniques you would need when you're working in this intuitive way.
if you are on the path of service, if you want to be a healer, if you want to be an awakener, anything like that, please make your number one priority your own healing, your own awakening. Because the more transparent you are, the more you get your own gunk out of the way, the better you're going to be able to serve for others. And because you can learn all the tools and techniques in the world, you might not have learned the one that that one person needs from you. But if you are clear and transparent enough, you can receive it in the moment and do it on the fly. So that was a huge lesson I learned in that path. Another thing I've learned is you don't always have to do it the traditional way. It has to do with your chart, I think. I'm an astrologer too, and I have a very Aquarian chart. I have an Aquarius sun, the planet Uranus, which is the same energy as Aquarius, you know, weird, different, do it your own way kind of thing, is right on my ascendant, opposing my sun. So it's a very powerful force. So this force of unique, one of a kind, different, fly your freak flag is very strong with me, whether I want it to be or not. And I've tried for it not to be, but I just can't help myself. So basically... You may find that you may be taking things and hybridizing them. You know, some of the best ayahuasca shamans I know don't just do it the traditional way. They've done traditional training in Peru and, and gone through all the processes, but now they're flavoring and customizing it with their own thing. I've sat with many ayahuasca shamans who bring in like a Hindu chants and bring them into an ayahuasca ceremony. I work with a shaman who doesn't just call in the traditional plants from the Amazon. He calls in the plants from the area we're in from our local trees and plants. You know, he calls them into ceremony. So it's about taking the traditional form that works, the basic idea, and then tweaking and customizing it to fit your current environment. It's like what Buddhism has done so successfully over the millennia. It moves into an area and it adapts to whatever the local thing is. There's so many flavors of Buddhism because when it moves into a particular part of the world, it's very good at adapting into the culture so it fits. And in the same way, you might discover that you will fit your own unique way of doing thing into a structure and create your own beautiful little hybrid. So I hope some of those thoughts are helpful. I feel like I've bounced around just a little bit, but I think the basic idea of just doing your healing and awakening the best you can, not feeling bound and restricted by a particular structure, knowing that the more you awaken, the less you're going to need an external structure. And ultimately, you can awaken enough to where you are fully self-guided. You are a clear, transparent vehicle for the divine, or maybe you've actually become the divine very consciously, and you are a human-divine hybrid to the point where you are actually operating as divine consciousness very firmly and easily situated into a human body. So just know these things are possible, and know that if that's your path, I encourage you to find your own beautiful way there. So that's all for this episode of the Awaken, Heal, and Thrive podcast. Once again, I'm Benjamin Bernstein. Thanks so much for watching. If you enjoyed this podcast, you might also like my free online mini course. It's called Instant Divine Assistance, your free guide to fast and easy awakening and healing. It'll teach you how to invoke your own embodied awakening and healing and put it all into a simple daily practice. You can also check out my best-selling book that develops these ideas further. It's also called Instant Divine Assistance. In its first week, it hit number one on Amazon in 11 categories and has tons of five-star reviews. Finally, I have an online membership called Awakening Plus, where you can significantly speed up your spiritual evolution. Its slogan is also the name of this podcast, Awaken, Heal, and Thrive. You'll find links to all this wonderful stuff in the show notes.